A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Welcome to episode 87 of the Women's Running Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Newman, and this is our special We've Just Got Back From Berlin podcast. Holly and I have a lot to talk about, so brace yourselves. First off, I've picked up a cold on the way back, so I sound very gravelly. Sorry about that. We start off with drag race, pretty standard, and then move on swiftly to a whistle-stop tour of our exciting trip to Berlin with Sports Tours International. We talk about hotel etiquette, and most importantly, the concern about which loo to poo in to be the most neighbourly. And we talk about our impressions of Berlin itself, and let me say right here, it's an absolutely amazing city. And then we chat about the half marathon itself, and what that was like to experience as a runner, me, and as part of the cheer squad, Holly. Oddly enough, we have had such an exciting adventure that the run was really just a minor part of it, and that really helps with race day nerves. If you can bear it, listen right through to the end for a revolting European revelation. This podcast is sponsored by Lucy Lockett Loves. Fall in love with their amazing activewear, snuggly hoodies and jumpers, funky dungarees and so much more. Whether you're running marathons, going to the movies or playing in the park with the little ones, Lucy Lockett Loves has something for everyone. Check out their full range at www.locketloves.com and for a whopping 20% off, you can use the code RUN20 at the checkout. If you like this podcast, you will love Women's Running Magazine. And right now, we have a bit of a treat for you. You can read each issue every month right on your phone for just two ninety nine a month. That gives you instant access even if you're running a race in Berlin. And you can read all our back issues too. All for just two ninety nine a month. We're practically giving it away. 
Use the following very long code at the checkout for this brilliant offer. WRSPR22POD. That's WRSPR22POD. It'll be in the show notes too, just in case. So, we're back. <laughs> we are back. I guess yeah. we should just we should just sort of launch into it, Shall really. Shall we go for we? it? Yeah. yeah. Let's go for it. Because we've, like, nothing exciting's happened to us. So, so <laughs> we'll just be talking about the same old shit, won't we? Yeah. Yeah. Not had an exciting weekend at all, have we? Just, you know, yeah. same old. Same old. Yeah. Same old. Drag race. Drag race. Uh, I was going to say Drag Race. Yeah. Have you caught up on it? I have caught up on it. It was the first thing I did, even though I was completely knackered. It was, of course, the first thing I did when I got home. <laughs> and I nearly fell asleep in front of it. And I was having to kind of slap myself awake because I, I didn't want to miss a second. Oh, cool. It was, a, it was a double elimination too. This, oh. I'm not worried about spoiling it for anyone because this, this will come out way after that episode yeah. did. But yeah, it was a double elimination. So it was all very <gasps> exciting. So do you know who the winner is now? No, that will be in ten days' time. So they've got what? There's one more episode, which is the sort of semi-final this weekend, and then weekend after will be the grand finale, which is always so exciting. They have they have so many looks, and they'll usually do amazing lip syncs, and it's just so cool. (laughs) This is the thing I have never watched. This I have no idea. I I just have a very vague concept of what it is that you're watching. So brilliant! It's so brilliant. Involved. I recommend the UK version because it's a bit more. There's cultural references that we get, and is this the US version or the UK version that you're watching? At the moment, it's the US version. Though I am the kind of person that will watch Drag Race. I actually I haven't started Drag Race Spain yet, but. I will be watching it. I watch all of them. And it's a, a bit of a never-ending franchise now where there's there's always one, if not two, con- running concurrently series at one time. Oh. I think the longest I've had without Drag Race has been about two weeks in the last couple of years. Oh, it's was always, that upsetting? It was very upsetting. I didn't know what to do with myself. Then I, <laughs> then I just re-watch old ones. <laughs> I'm utterly pathetic, oh but I love God. it so much. I love it. Oh. Oh, it's wholesome and funny and all and just the best. I have nothing to stand up to that. There is nothing. I've got finished murdering, but it, that's Mm-mm. not been two years. It's been three months, but it has. I do mourn its loss. Now I've stopped watching Border Town, which was just like the best bit of finished mm-hmm. murdering. I think I've ever, I don't think I've ever watched any other finished murdering. I've watched lots of, lots of Scandi murdering. Oh, I, I was going to say, I think I have, but then no, you're right. I think, I don't think there's anything specifically finished. I think I watched oh. The Killing when that happened. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, we, we've completely digressed, Holly. We have. You'd, you'd yeah. presume we didn't have anything exciting to share, which is yeah. not true not at all. quite the case, yeah. This, well, this, you know, despite indications to the contrary, this is not us banging on about drag race and Scandi drama. Mm-hmm. This is us. The week after we came back from Berlin, we have done it. We've, we've we're almost, we're pretty much fresh off the plane. We only we arrived. Are. We haven't even been back in the UK for 48 hours yet. We haven't. Oh, that makes me feel a bit better about how tired I am. That's okay. Know, so it's, it's allowed that we're still yeah. that tired. Yeah. So we had, we, we had, um, I mean, it was, we have so much to talk about, 
But just to, to kind of give the bones of it, we had three nights in Berlin. Um, and up, we were actually. staying in a very lovely hotel, a Novotel. Mm-hmm. Um, so a very kind of clean uh, and and lovely. Um, very spacious, actually. Spacious. We were surprised. We thought yeah. we might end up being sort of sleeping on top of each other in yeah. a tiny, tiny little. But it was we had loads of space. Loads of lovely. space. Loads of space. Mm. Um, but we did come back having not really slept for three nights because of not sleeping in our own bed. So we've kind of. Yeah. We we are we did get increasingly more and more tired. Yeah, I um, think I got increasingly less and less sleep as well. I think first night I got yeah. about six hours, then I got about five in the next night, and then we and then honestly slept for about four hours on the last night. Dreadful, wasn't it? I think it was a combination of things. I thought I'd forgotten how to sleep. Genuinely, I was <laughs> yeah. really worried when I got home. I was like, I what if it, it what if it's happen. not because yeah. I'm not in my own bed? Yeah, what if I can't yeah. sleep tonight? And I did struggle <laughs> to fall asleep a little bit the first yeah. and then I was out like a slept like a log. But then I mean this is all kind of peripheral because I think the you know, the reason we'd gone there was initially mm. was to run the Berlin half marathon, which is on the Sunday morning. But it turned like the whole weekend I mean, although a, a lot of it was about that, most of the weekend was just about kind of us bimbling around Berlin. Yeah. Wasn't it? So it was but kind of it it was, but also I did feel like the city was kind of quite alive with the with the half, wasn't it? Do you oh know my what I mean? God, it was. Yeah, everybody, it, was it seems like everybody it. was there for the same reason, which of course was not true. It's a huge yeah. capital city. I know that yeah. that's me projecting and thinking everybody is <laughs> thinking we're yeah. the main characters, but yeah. it did feel a bit like everyone was there for the half. Yeah, oh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Right. Okay. So okay. Tell I've me got yours, a list then. of our funny things. We have got our funny things, but first we do that in a bit. Do, do your, do your. I'm overexcited about it because I'm reading it. I know it's funny, but do, look, tell me your first impressions of Berlin. What What did you think about mm. the city? I thought, well, I it was it was I I loved it in a way that was different to how I thought. So I'd never been before. And I actually have, I, I can't remember if I even said this on the pod before, but I have unfinished business with Berlin because I was supposed to go with Doug and I lost my passport and we couldn't go. Um, and which is very sad. So yeah. I'd never been before and I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but obviously it is quite a touristy people, people talk about it. People do little breaks there. And, yeah. and so I think I was expecting it to be like Paris or yeah. something um but it wasn't it's not overly touristy is it there is right in the middle there is a sort of as in it's not very busy not very busy and also yeah. not sort of people selling you things on street corners and identical looking restaurants that you could find anywhere in the world or like, yeah. like it was quite I think right in the center there's that of course and there's yeah. Madame Tuso with German people who we didn't no, for some reason that really made us laugh. These black <laughs> figures of just to us normal people, <laughs> um, and there's you know all of that kind of stuff that you get in any capital city anywhere. Yeah. But it it wasn't. I did. Yeah, I did think it actually had its own kind of life and culture that was quite hadn't really been tainted by massive tourism, and it was yeah. there was a bit of a kind of slightly more brutal element we were saying to it where it's super. It's it's just very practical, isn't it? Yeah. Like there are gorgeous domey buildings and and beautiful architecture and but there's also quite a lot of kind of modern uh kind of huge wide roads and concrete buildings and stuff that 
actually I thought looked really cool. Yeah, it was just yeah, very, they, it was very cool, wasn't it? It was a very cool city. It was very very cool. I think, um, and we we were um, like we were saying that um, like had I travelled there on my own, for instance, I probably would have uh, chickened out of public transport and mm. got cabs oh, everywhere. But. but we immediately embraced the public transport system with some trepidation. We did have to speak to, I've, I've forgotten that we had to speak to people on the first We did. Tube. We were quite we sure what we were we doing. Didn't know what we? we were doing. Yeah. But um, as soon as people overheard us getting a little bit kind of uh, wobbly about where we were going and what stop we were getting off at, the, the woman next to me was like, oh, you need to download this app. There was a chap in front of yeah. us who was English, I think, who was explaining, oh, you, you should go this way or this way. Um, and then when we finally got our heads around it, which actually didn't make, take very long oh, at all. I think it literally took us about two tube journeys before yeah. we actually really, it, it was so simple and so intuitive, it was so wasn't simple. it? It was to... very intuitive. It's, mm. I mean, we always talk about like the London tube as being really simple to follow and it, and it is, it's perfect. But uh, I, I take the U-Bahn over it. I think that's what it was called, the U-Bahn. Yeah, I, yeah it was It was absolutely brilliant. Or and the I think, bahn We couldn't we, quite work out which you know, was we it. No, couldn't quite. Yeah, for once. Anyway, um, but yeah, I, I, we're used to the, the Parisian metro system, which is um, very beautiful and very unpleasant to try and get your head around yeah. if you don't come from Paris. And this was just like, yeah, really, it was so easy. So we got ourselves to our hotel. And you said that a couple of days afterwards. You said... It felt like when we first got off at the hotel that we were kind of in the sticks, but we weren't. No, we, were we, we kind of presumed there weren't a huge amount of people around and it was a, you know, travelogy type, lovely, but, you know, like yeah. a, a, a chain hotel. And so we sort of thought, oh, we must be in kind of the equivalent of, I don't know, you know London well. What's Croydon about? is what Croydon, I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, you kept saying yeah. Croydon, actually, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that we were in the equivalent. But actually we, we found that it took us... My favourite bit about it, two minutes, I think, was the was the maximum. Maybe once we waited four minutes to get a tube to get or a train tube. or a, no, any, wait, or a bus or anything. And that's even late at night, wasn't it? Like, well, yeah, I that was on a night, Sunday like, night. You know, when we, yeah, it was amazing. Yeah. That was the longest we waited for to get any public transport. And the longest it took us, with the exception of the airport, which is a little way out, so that took us sort of 40 minutes or something to get yeah. to and from. But anywhere else we wanted to go in Berlin... 15 minutes max it was it was absolutely oh my brilliant. god i miss it i want i, I, I miss I, it i've got to walk into the office later and oh, there's no nightmare. way i can't get a bus what? it's gonna take me <laughs> half an hour to walk i just i just really really miss i just wish i could get a tram it was wonderful wasn't it it was so <laughs> it was good and i think and the other the thing, people as you said as people. well yeah the people were just because i sorry i led with concrete buildings yeah please don't, i don't know why i was trying to set the scene but yeah. The the main takeaways we had were some beautiful architecture, some incredible, incredibly easy to use public transport. So yeah, so kind of easy so to find your way friendly. around. Yeah, and just everyone was lovely. We didn't so meet a nice. bad one. We didn't no. meet a bad one. Everyone was just like whenever you kind of happily explained to anyone that was giving us a coffee or something. Oh, I'm sorry about my German. They would say they to kept you back, going, "Oh, I don't speak very good German either." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and everyone we spoke to, like from you know the hotel, but like in cafes for lunch, um, 
kind of museums, just walking around. Just everyone was so happy, so, so nice, easy to you know. They were desperate to help. Yeah, nothing was like because we we kept saying as well um, that uh, lots of European cities like London, Paris, every, everybody feels like they're in a rush. Yeah, I. Uh, it didn't feel like anybody was in a rush. There wasn't the kind of same hustle and bustle. But there was oh. also nobody, there was no problem with anybody taking five minutes out of their day to go, oh, yeah, you need to just download this app and that will give you the tube map. Yeah. And blah, blah, blah. Nobody was annoyed that we were tourists. Everybody no. was was happy to talk to us, spoke brilliant English, which was just mortifying for us. It was a bit. Only being able to say guten tag. <laughs> yeah, and danke. <laughs> and danke. And bitter, we worked out in the end. And bitter, yeah. And I, I also kind of went with a sense of guilt. And I think particularly after after we went through customs and we were both overjoyed to get our passport stamped. Oh, my God, yeah. That, we were like, wow. That's not on my list. That's That was so exciting. <laughs> so exciting. I mean, I've not had my passport stamped since I went to New York in 1999. And I was like, this is amazing. And then immediately the kind of crestfallen oh, it's because of Brexit, isn't it? That's yeah. That's why we've got our passport stamped. It's the only the upside EU. we decided. It's the only upside. And we got a stamp on the way out and a stamp on the way back as well. So we're I know. Out. We didn't think we were going to get one on the way back either. No, I'm I know. So, so exciting. We're very, very excited. I feel very but, well travelled now when I look at my passport. Oh, so do I. Yes, I yeah. feel like I've been to sort of India and things. Yeah. Um, but uh, because of that, I immediately went sort of slightly on the defensive thinking oh yeah of course people are going to hate us because of brexit but that was not the case at all. no one even mentioned brexit did they? oh that's true nobody did hate us unless they were very lovely to us maybe the people of berlin are actually just very two-faced maybe they were going <laughs> oh, of course the it's not a problem the... <laughs> no i don't speak very good german either yeah. <laughs> and then they were going away and going oh stupid oh, british, british wankers yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think they were, though. I, I genuinely think that as British people, maybe yeah. it's inexplicable to us that somebody might just be nice. I think they were just yeah. nice. I think they're just nice. Yeah. I think they're just nice. They were all so lovely. It was so, such a warm, friendly city. Yeah, it took us about, yeah. well, yeah, a couple of tube stops and, and, a, and a couple of thinking, oh, well, maybe we just met the one, the, the few nice people that there are in Berlin. And suddenly it's like, no, 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 they, they're, all, they're all lovely. They're all so, lovely. So tell me, uh, right, okay, so what's number one on your list? Because we, we, we right, made we, a list. We wrote things down things that and we... At, at some point, I do actually have to talk about running. Yeah, do, well, what do you want to start with? We've just got so much to say. I'm what worried this your pod- podcast is going to be a Spielberg film or something. <laughs> yeah, I know. Is your list slightly chronological? No. Because <laughs> uh, I seem to I remember... I going to have to pick through it because... We remembered I, things and I put them on this hilarious list that just says is just says things, for example, like spoon drinks. Oh, spoon drinks. Yeah. <laughs> but I I wanted us to uh I, I Should do we give more the- of a chronological tale and I'll keep an eye on the list and I can I can yes. put things okay. in as they come. Well, because I'm thinking about the first thing that I'm thinking of that I know is on the list, which is so we go to the hotel. And we unpack. And Holly and I have never shared a bedroom before. So there's all no. the, the sort of general awkwardness there of like, which bed is whose. And, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, I completely disclaimed what would usually be my side. I didn't even oh, ask you what your side is. No. Well, you know, that that aside, I, you know, I'm, I'm not going to bear a grudge. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but then there was also the chat about the loo and 
Um, which, which was, we use for, oh, we for were big toilets and little to toilets. Be fair. But, but that was good, wasn't it? We saw yeah, that straight away. Yeah, we did. We were quite <laughs> blessed because I've never experienced this before. But there was a loo, there was an ensuite in the in the hotel as there usually is, and that was our wee loo. Yeah, and then there was a a, a public loo out on the, the out in the corridor. Yeah. which was amazing hey, so that was nasty Brilliant. Lou yeah nasty <laughs> <laughs> but it was nice to get that covered because particularly particularly with a marathon uh, half marathon that I knew that that one of these toilets was going to be heavily frequented by me the morning of so it's like yeah right, I don't I don't want to be within kind of any kind of listening distance <laughs> and there's no messing around when you're when you're gonna have to run 13 miles is there you've no. that you can't be politely holding on Oh, no, no, to no. your poos. No, that's never going to no. happen. I never, never do that happen. anyway, to be honest. But uh, no, I do. But yeah. uh, oh, do you? But I oh, didn't. Um, I didn't over the weekend because it was it was great. Um, it was great. Yes. <laughs> so we had that, and then we unpacked a tiny bit, but we wanted to head straight out. I think. Oh, because we it was it was wine o'clock basically. It was by wine the time o'clock. We so we're unpacking our stuff. Yeah. And. You produce your pajamas. Yes. Well done. You're really remembering everything that's on the list without looking at it. Holly, tell so that, the world about um, your pajamas. In case you've not noticed, Women's Running has launched itself onto Patreon as we need your help to keep going. Please support us at patreon.com forward slash women's running with whatever you can, and you'll get some lovely patron only perks. And some of you have started supporting us already, which is lovely. You can support us from as little as £2 a month. Every little helps. That on the list says shock nachos. That's shock what that's called. Nachos. Why is it I, called shock nachos? Shock nachos because I brought pyjama bottoms that, um, <laughs> I think I got them from, from Primark or something ages and ages ago. And all, actually it's all my, all my girlfriends from school, my, that group, we've all got them. <laughs> and they've got, um, they're, they're, pink pajama bottoms they once had a t-shirt that went with them that said holy guacamole on it but I don't know what happened to that so they're pink sort of legging pajama bottoms tight pajama bottoms and they've got little nachos on them and the nachos have got arms and legs and they're all going with little shocked mouths and that just made us laugh <laughs> for ages about the and it uh, my shock nachos. You, I've, you, I've had them for yours. ages, but I've just yeah. never, I've never, I never really looked at them. And I suddenly put them on. And I thought, oh, that's actually really silly. And I felt I had to acknowledge it to you. And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, I've got shock nachos on my legs. <laughs> and then and we we I that was amazing. they they became uh, the shock nachos became a a, a character on the on the holiday. It really did. Yeah. So what's uh, so we put what's those next? under our pillow. Put my shock nachos under okay, my pillow. Yeah, shock nachos under your pillow. Mm. Then we um, went out and we decided. Well, first of all, we had a glass of wine in the hotel bar, which was lovely. We did. It was much needed. Much needed. Um, then we went out and we found a Italian place. I know. I'm sorry. It wasn't very cultured of us, but we we were just we were really struggling for somewhere to to eat dinner because yeah, as we said, it, it wasn't sort of massively massively touristy was it like there weren't no. people standing going oh come in five euros for whatever it, yeah. it, it was quite smart mm. and so we were looking around finding somewhere you know slightly cheap and nasty to have food <laughs> yeah. and we actually found somewhere that was cheap but not nasty oh, um, it's large. and yeah. we had the pizzas as big as our 
Because as big as a side table, they were massive, yeah, weren't they? they were as big as a side table. Yeah, so I began my carb loading with quite quite a lot of dedication, yeah. I think. That and night. I did too, had... just, you know, I did sympathy carb loading. Oh, it was brilliant. It was brilliant. Yeah. So yeah, that, that was lush. That was um, lush. And we had a glass of Prosecco and multiple more glasses of Pinot Grige. It was great. We did, yeah. <laughs> it was so great. <laughs> it was but that so may great. have been where we didn't sleep very well on the first night. Yeah, so we didn't sleep well on the first night. We were a little night. bit sloshy and yeah. just full of pizza. So much we pizza. We were full of pizza. And then what did we do on Saturday? We went, because the race was on Sunday. We'd arrived on Friday. So Saturday, I think we had a bit of a meander. We went to Checkpoint Charlie. I remember yes. that. We had a... We had a, a we went, oh, to the, we went to the we went to the expo. That's what we did on, on the morning of yeah. Um, of Saturday. I we went to the my, expo. I had to pick up my number, so you 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 can't run without a number, obviously. And you have to go to the expo to pick it up, like you do with London Marathon and lots of other marathons, I think. Um, and it was massive because it was in an aircraft. It was in a. It was in it was an, like, the like old airport, airport, wasn't it? Yeah. So there's only it was one amazing. very very swish airport for Berlin now, and this is the old an old version, an old airport. Um, and they, yeah, they they had the the expo there. It was, it was much bigger than I was expecting it to be, uh, and they had like a kids race going on, didn't they? And uh, uh, but yeah, it was all yeah. That was very sweet. Organised. And, there was yeah, a kids was nice. race going on that looked lovely, which I was going to film, and then I thought, are you allowed to film other people's children? Probably not, so I didn't. But it did look it did look so so sweet. Yeah. Um, I don't know because I've never been to an expo like that before because yeah. I haven't I haven't been to London Marathon or anything, but. It was it was huge, and anything that you might have yeah. have been missing, yeah. you know, it had shoes. It, I mean, you were spoiled for choice. It had yeah. tech, it had clothing, and you could pick up specific. If you're the kind of person who loves a bit of clobber, there was yeah. a specific bath bath half. That would have been <laughs> a bit of a mistake on their part. There were there was Berlin uh, half merch stuff everywhere, tops yeah. and. Yeah, things I saw quite a few people wearing those as well, and they're very cool. Everything was very stylish. It was very stylish, and of course, yeah. the thing that I was the most happy to get after getting my number was a free apple. <gasps> yeah, you got yeah. a free apple. I forgot about that. <laughs> oh, I was absolutely chuffed to bits with that. Um, yeah, I love a jazz apple, me. Mm. And so, I was allowed in all of it as well because yeah. we we were wondering whether that was going to be a bit strange because obviously originally we were both supposed to be running, and then but if I was just going for moral support, would yeah. I have been able? The only thing that I couldn't do the whole day was um, come, actually get your race number with you. Yeah, so that and was then, just five minutes, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, and then on and the race itself come to the start line there was nothing yeah. that I couldn't do as a spectator it was it was really well organized for, for spectators oh, so, as well. it was so yeah it was lovely mm. it was really welcoming I must admit that by the time we got to the expo though I was I was beginning to get a mounting sense of dread oh were you which was yeah which was the the, the fear of the following day but also just realizing beginning to realize or, or beginning to get a hint of realization about how massive it was I know. and actually how sort of like it, it, it's definitely a brilliant race if you want to smash a PB. Super, we'll talk about the race in great detail shortly. But just as another thing that we kind of realised around this stage was, um, I wasn't hobbling around or anything, but my foot was sore, yeah. and we checked our kind of race information, and it did say there was a three hour and a quarter cut off, which yeah, would have been important for right. us to have looked at before because yeah. obviously I ended up not being able to do it at all because of my foot, but. And that was definitely the 
definitely the right decision, even though I got a bit weepy, which I'll talk about later as well. But um, it was, um, I I was originally thinking, even though I'd missed quite a bit of training because of COVID and things, that I would jeff it and it would be fine. And even if I had to walk the whole thing, who cares? But actually, that wouldn't have been possible. It was, people weren't wearing funny costumes and walking it really. It, It was, it was quite... A, quite a, a flat fast race anyway yes. I'm skipping ahead well I don't know if we need really to talk too much about the rest of Saturday no the Saturday because we, we just went back we, to the same place about. and had huge bowls of pasta <laughs> yeah lovely bowl of pasta um so yeah we bimbled about basically and then and didn't I well no we didn't drink any booze so no. we thought oh brilliant night's sleep didn't get a brilliant night's sleep no then woke up to another lovely breakfast at the hotel and I had about 17 poos Mm. Um, not while we were having breakfast, but afterwards, no. I got very, very. Ner- I began to get, get incredibly nervous on the Saturday, and it just mounted and mounted. I was yeah, so you nervous. were nervous, weren't you? And we did really think nervous. as well that was actually kind of a, almost turned out to be a bit of a blessing in disguise. Then that I wasn't running it as well because if we'd have both been that nervous, that nervous. we probably would have. I don't yeah. know. We would have both imploded before we made it to yeah the start it was line. Weird. I think. I mean, I guess it's because I think I. I think I felt quite confident about the distance it was just being in a foreign city and and it was not knowing it was the unexpected stuff I just yeah wasn't sure and I wasn't quite sure what time uh to leave to get there and in the end in the event I left so on the following day I left pretty early and I'm really pleased I did because it actually ended up being quite a long it wasn't like the walk to the to the start line wasn't very long but there was quite a lot of meandering round and round to kind of do bag drop and yeah, uh, get your kind of uh, wristband checked and all that kind of stuff. But, um, but yeah, it was as massive or more massive than I, I would even begin to. It was, it was just, it was like it. it looked, I imagine it, that's what it's like to run the London Marathon. I think bits Almost. of it, bits of yeah. it, it felt it was extraordinarily well organised. Yeah, um, which was lovely, and and through through some kind of luck. I mean, because I was quite cold, but the the bag drop because that's always like the last bit. It's always like I'm going to take my coat off. That one run the race. Yeah, um, you're just sort of leaving it for the very last minute. But actually, so they had huge trucks which were the bag drops, and I think there were, I mean, there must have been twenty, possibly more than twenty. Mm. I mean, they were huge cavernous trucks, and uh, and my one was the one that was probably the closest to the start line. <laughs> That's great. Um, they'd lose everywhere, which was really nice. Um, lots, of, but lots of people still having piddles in the woods and things like that. I know that I was going to say that's on my list. Emergency wheeze. People kept because yeah. because so mean. In the meantime, cut to sort of camera two. Yeah, Esther's putting her <laughs> Esther's putting her coat in the van. She's getting ready that's to go. Yeah. I was at the start line watching people <gasps> watching who were the off. first people set off. Oh, the, oh my God! Yeah, the skaters. I didn't they actually get to the skaters the for them, but they were amazing. They, they were had amazing. roller skaters, so they went first. Yeah, bonkers, but amazing. Super and fast, absolutely amazing. With yeah. hands behind their back, like Prince Charles, yeah. leaning forward and going so fast. Then it was the elites, and I mean, they honestly were as fast as the bloody skaters. They were yeah. insane. Yeah. Um, and then they started to oh, and and they had a um. Uh, I don't know what you call them because they're not wheelchairs, but you know the yeah they the are the super, wheelchairs. Are yeah, they? yeah, yeah, with yeah. the three wheels that are incredibly fast. Yeah, people were zooming off doing that. Yeah. Um, and with all of those people, I mean, were 
amazing elite yeah. people who just finished it in in the seconds it looked like yeah. but um then all the sort of slightly more average runners started to to go and at the start line the energy was amazing they had all the usual stuff that you have at start lines with you know a dj and a person going well hey or whatever but there was first of all he said there were 121 countries there which was amazing or nations i think he said i don't know whether there's a, a difference but um and he was speaking in multiple languages, the guy who oh. was sort of emceeing the yeah, start yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he did things like, he mentioned that there were some people from Iceland. And so he did this Icelandic chant thing where they were going, <laughs> and it was hearing thousands of people do that was amazing. Uh, yeah. Not not lacklusterly like I did it then because I was a bit embarrassed. Um, <laughs> they were going for it and it was brilliant. Yeah. Um, there was music there was a funny bloke dressed up as a rat I don't know what he was do- what he was about really but it it worked I I wanted to know <laughs> what he was going to do um that it was it was just so so exciting and that was when I got a little bit weepy about not doing it watching all of yeah. those people go off and I got also weepy where I was really really jealous and then I also got a bit a little bit weepy about thousands of people doing something at the same at the same time again yeah because yeah. i've really seen that to that scale since covid i have no, i haven't no i mean i've done i because i did brighton about a month ago ish a little bit longer than that i think i think for the whole time i was just comparing it was comparing brighton to this and they're both very very different so mm. it's probably an unfair comparison but it did it felt they were so different they were so different and by the time so cut back to camera one um so there i am getting into my pen at that stage and despite the fact that clearly thousands and thousands and thousands of people are running this race it's all quite nicely spaced out um and uh so I got into so I, yeah clambered into the pen um and and I think it was about that stage that I realized that one one big key difference between this and other race well like that brighton is first of all there was um it felt like a uniform for the runners that happily i blended into not so happily was, for me i had i got sort of repetitive strain in my eye in my corneas because i was trying to look for you <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm so sorry so my usual ninja black top black leggings don't look at me there i am you know that kind of thing uh that was replicated across the board, wasn't it? So yeah, everyone a, was wearing a shared feeling in Germany. Clearly, yeah. So everyone was wearing sort of fairly plain. Um, I saw some some gorgeous kind of uh, like Lululemon, oh sort of yeah, navy blue outfits, all in one. You know, like really, I saw really gorgeous. Some, there, there were also some people wearing things. I mean, everybody in I'm sorry, I'm so excited. There's so much to say, but <laughs> everybody in Berlin dressed incredibly coolly all the they time. Did. Um, but there were some people who that transferred to the actual race. I saw a woman in all snake print, and that sounds <gasps> really horrible, but it was like mustardy yeah. uh, yellow with a snake print pattern, this kind of combo um, yeah. little co-ord thing of a of a, a base layer and some leggings. And, oh, my God, she looked so so unbelievably cool yeah I kept on being I kept on being overtaken by people wearing very very beautiful outfits yeah and I kind of 
I was quite happy for that to happen because it was like, well, no, you should, you totally should, because like you look amazing. So there was there was a lot of that, but I can yeah definitely noticed the lack of say for instance sports and uh, patterned leggings, which I think we see quite a lot of in the UK now, or it's become. Oh quite yeah, funny. I felt quite silly because I got I was wearing running stuff to spectate because I wanted to feel involved. Yeah. Um, and um, I had some Lucy Lockett Loves ones that are literally every flower in the world. Yeah. Um, and they're so bright. Um, and I had a bright blue top on as well, didn't you I? Did. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was, top. And you're, you had your, top it's basically and your favourite running outfit. It's my favourite running the, outfit. Yeah. And it is a bit bonkers. I didn't see anybody wearing anything like that. They must have thought, she's not from round here. <laughs> yeah, I think there might be a bit of a... But yeah, it was... Um, so, uh, yeah, cutting back to camera one. So um, I missed my wave, I think. I think um, you did. I yeah. think you did because you didn't get to do any cool... I came up to you afterwards and was like, did you, see, did you get to do all the chanting? And, the, yeah, and you totally felt like you slightly missed it, yeah. I missed it. And I, it was only because it was so well organised that I'd got into my pen a little bit too early, so being my mother's daughter, mm. and the wave in front. So I was E, and so D had set off some five minutes before. Mm. Um, I don't think E was due to set off. And... Uh, so what I was watching was the backs of D leaving. And I just thought, oh, I could just, I might as well just go. So I go sent D. a very hurried yeah. text to Holly saying, I'm going to go now. Um, and so I just went. Yes, which you is had what... to wave at me because I wasn't ready for you to come. So I was trying yeah. to get a bloody thing up on Instagram and looking at my phone and not paying attention. And then suddenly somebody started waving at me and I had a bit of a double take and was like, what? I don't yeah. know anyone in Berlin. And then I thought, <laughs> oh God, I do. <laughs> But it was just, I guess, uh, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not sure what uh, I, I think. Uh, that, that's a tricky one, isn't it? Because if you set off in a wave that's a bit quicker than, than you are comfortable with, oh, oh, you then spend a lot of the race with lots of people running, like overtaking you, mm. which could be slightly demoralising. But, uh, but I didn't find it demoralising, actually. I think it was fine. Um, and it was because I, I don't like overtaking people because – I feel like you need to like put a spurt on and I have not, nothing in my legs to do oh, any kind yeah, of spurting. So. I was going to say, I like it psychologically. I love it. The act of overtaking is, is, prob- is not, no, not the best, not is it? Not particularly. But like, so, so then the race itself, I mean, absolutely flat as a pancake. It was just probably the best half course I've ever run. It was so good. There was like possibly two and I, I i might be wrong here possibly two very very gentle inclines that were very short um always followed by a tiny little downhill as well yeah but mostly i i, I don't think that would even barely register if you were walking it for instance um mostly flat 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 long long straight bits because they've got such big wide roads like the yeah. infrastructure in is amazing um, you run past some gorgeous bits of historically interesting buildings. Um, yeah, see, Esther's already just in two sentences described it so much better than I did earlier when I said some old bits, <laughs> some concrete bits. That's what it is. The infrastructure is amazing and there's the some, also amazing. some incredible architecture as well. Yeah. And even uh, like the modern stuff, which obviously post-war modern stuff, there's, there's loads of that. Um, <laughs> but that also is... It, it has its own kind of interest and value, you know, lots of brutalism and stuff, which I love a bit of concrete 
Oh yeah, yeah. I do too. I thought oh, it looked amazing. London, so. I wanted to sort of put a bucket hat on and and go to a rave or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. I didn't at all. What can you? <laughs> I would never want to do that. But um, yeah, no, it was, it was that, just it was that energy. Yes, exactly. Um, but it was just it was just lovely. It was just I, mean, I, I did oh. feel I felt really nervous for about half the race, and I had about three miles where I felt comfortable. And then the last bit was sort of slightly uncomfortable. I started pushing myself a bit for the last few miles, and I don't really know why. I had to keep on looking at my watch and trying to make myself run a bit slower, <laughs> but at the same time thinking, actually, I feel okay, I feel okay. I feel like you can push. You did brilliantly. Yeah. We, yeah. we don't have to divulge any times or anything, but you did You did really, really well, and you yeah. you, you did pretty much what you aimed for, didn't you? Bang well, on. I was kind of, you know, in my head, I thought because I'd... I'd I dropped my, so I did, so I'm, I'm okay, spirit of full disclosure, mm. um, my PB time for a half marathon is 2.02, at Brighton I did 2.12, because mm-hmm. um, I had all sorts of issues with that, with just, yeah, b- bad preparation and stuff, and I was poorly a couple of weeks before, um, and in Berlin, I think my official chip time was something like 206 but actually my Garmin, because I did, because I ran for longer than, than yeah. 13.1, because I did 13.36, Garmin says I did it in 203. So I'm overwhelmed with that because I was going to take it as a very, very easy plod and just look at stuff and uh, and try and enjoy it. Oh, but and you I completely have to say, smashed it. Yeah. Yeah, completely, yeah, completely smashed it. It was so, so flat. I didn't feel the pain that I felt when I finished Brighton at all. But then again, that was a prep thing. But the the finish is something like a uh, hundred meters on from Brandenburg Gate, and running under Brandenburg Gate, <gasps> absolutely. I was that was oh my god! Was I was jealous. Highlight. It looked incredible. It was incredible. I'd say it's like the best thing yeah. in my whole running career to date. I, it was just oh, that's amazing. so lush. Felt really, really emotional. Felt really, yeah. really incredible. Unfortunately, I've seen the official photographs and there are photographs of me running under Brandenburg Gate looking about 90 years old. Oh, I'm no. not sharing them with anyone. Okay. Um, but yeah, it was just that, it was just amazing. I got a little video of you. We didn't do anything with that. Oh no, I think I put it on Instagram, didn't I? I don't know, I can't oh. remember. Well, I've got a little video of Esther doing it, but it looked amazing. That it was, was what amazing. I basically did, was I just stationed myself but once I'd done the start stuff and I'd got a little bit of the lay of the yeah. land. Um, and the spectating area is also absolutely incredible. There were coffee stalls. There were, it oh. was so clear and obvious where yeah. you were supposed to be, uh, which was great because I was watching on my own in a city that I didn't know. And I was a little bit nervous about, yeah. what am I going to get lost? Um, but no, it's super organized. There's even meeting points, which we were a bit too silly to know. I just what was like, doing? I'm on a bollard. And you were yeah. like, I'm by the bagpipes. <laughs> <laughs> but there were meant Action to be tech. official meeting yeah. points. Yes, yeah, so there were. Um, um, I just stationed so myself well by Brandenburg Gate and just watched people run through and yeah. burst into tears while they, when they were oh, running just, through. Oh, it was amazing. It was and amazing. So, um, so while I was running, there was a couple of things that I wanted to, I, I remember in my head, I was like, I must tell Holly about this must remember to tell Holly. One of them was that um along with people cheering at cheering stations, there mm-hmm. were actual cheerleaders. So I was going through I think it was the Erdinger station. So this was actually quite close to the finish. I think I think we were kind of maybe like five K out or something. Mm. Um and I ran past while a man was holding a woman up. Like he had his hand up in the air and she was standing on his feet. 
up in the air. So, you know, double height people, proper yeah. cheerleader with pom-poms. It was just like that. Uh, it was amazing. And there was music all the way around. There was drumming. Um, it was just, yeah, yeah absolutely we got, we, I managed to get a little bit of the drumming when we were yeah. walking down. And the drummers were supporting. This was this was when Esther and I were walking back, going to find some lunch after after she'd finished and they were still the last couple of people that were going over the line they were still giving it absolutely everything those drummers I thought that was lovely yeah I thought it was that was all lovely and then yeah so so Brandenburg Gate then you finish get your medal and immediately you know anything you could want which is basically water so there's loads of water loads of energy drinks stuff like that and then buckets and buckets of half bananas yeah, oh, you know, really? so, yeah, which I thought was oh, really and lovely. a half so, banana is great, and a half banana, yeah, half banana thought, is perfect. I could never, never managed a whole banana, let alone after I just churned my stomach up for thirteen miles. Oh, it's brilliant! And the way that they do it at Berlin is that you you don't get a goodie bag at the end. You get you basically get your goodie bag at the start. So when you pick up your number, you get a bag and uh, your number and some you know leaflets and things like that inside there. Um, and you can choose to get a t-shirt or a or a kind of poncho like a pon- to warm you up afterwards did you get um, a poncho i didn't get a poncho because oh. in the end i just thought i just don't need it cuz i can my i could see where my van was i know where, so i knew where yeah. my jacket was i thought i'd i'll just get that um and i don't want to kind of add to waste and stuff so i cuz i yeah. don't really see the point of goodie bags particularly but what i've come back from berlin with is a reusable sort of cotton bag mm-hmm. with berlin marathon on it um, a medal, and that's it. And that's all I need. That's all you that's need. That's all I need. So I thought that was perfect and brilliant. And then I, you know, we met up and immediately went and had a very tasty bagel. Uh, the uh, best bagel that I've. I was raving about that bagel, wasn't you I? Were, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was like, I didn't even do any running, but I was really cold and tired, and and yeah my foot was quite sore from wandering around so I was making a huge fuss about how much I needed to sit down and have a bake oh, I need to sit down whereas you'd actually been the one who really deserved to sit down and have a bagel oh, no it was great it was brilliant it was it was lovely um, and the guy was asking us oh my god everyone was so nice that was were. the place where the, the bagel bloke yeah. was asking us where we were from and he yeah. wanted to know why we were there and he gave you he was like you're a winner you could yeah, have a medal yeah. <laughs> Everyone was so nice and made so me nice. want to cry now. And the thing that also made me want to cry is that I said, you know, like I go into coffee shops and I say, yeah, can I have a really, really big black coffee, please? And normally what you're given is is like a sort of a little basic cup, you know, or mm. slightly bigger, whatever. And it, but the coffee that came from there was a yeah, nice big a cereal bowl. Full yeah, of it was coffee. a cereal was like, ah, bowl. Brilliant. Oh. <laughs> It yeah. was amazing. I, it was amazing. I, I was so impressed with you and proud of you, and I was so jealous. Oh. And I so wanted to be doing it, um, oh. and I was so worried that everybody thought that because the episode where I was talking about the fact that I wasn't going to be able to do it because my foot hadn't mm. come out yet, and I felt mm. really guilty, and I thought, oh god, I'm. But as soon as as soon as I saw you cross the finish line, I wasn't yeah. worried about anything else. I was just like, oh. I'm so excited for you. It was amazing. Oh, thank you. That's so kind. Because I've hated that. There, there's a couple of times I've missed out on, well, particularly half marathons. Yeah. I had such FOMO. Such, yeah, there's fact, no regrets when you, you know, night before when you go, oh, I can have a few glasses of wine. I don't have to worry about going to bed early now. I'm not nervous at all. Yeah. But when you see people waiting at the start line and you think, 
oh, I should be there or be there. coming off with their medals or yeah. Mm. But it was actually fine, wasn't it? We had a brilliant time despite the it fact that you were nervous and I was a bit sad. I was hugely nervous, but that, that did go. And I can't recommend, I can't recommend, well, I can't recommend the city enough and I can't recommend the course enough. Yeah. It was just, it's such an easy, easy, lovely flat course. It's mm. just so, yeah, it's, it, it's brilliant, absolutely brilliant. It was just, um, it was, it was just fun in the end. Yeah, I guess it was really lovely. It so, really was, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was. Just, it was just great fun. Um, I think probably <laughs> not the half marathon that you necessarily want to do if, like me, you've had interrupting to your training and you've been feeling yeah. a bit, or if you're not particularly speedy like me as well, because it it was quite, yeah, quite flat and fast. Yeah, but I mean you know still that being said I think I think you know if you train for it most people could give it a go and it was bloody great looked like the best course if you wanted to if you, if you really wanted to get a PB or push yeah. yourself or uh, it, it just yeah perfect for that kind of thing amazing yeah it was fab now tell me what what's left on your list what have I oh right I've remembered something I've remembered something I remembered one thing that I think relates to this is it to is it with Fanny's? Yes. Yeah. So, I knew you were thinking about that. Right. I was, I've I got was overtaken half, by Fanny on the list. Yes. Overtaken by a couple of Fannies. So I was, um, I was about halfway around. And this, as you can imagine, this is exactly why I wanted to speak to Holly. Because I had a sort of gynecological two minutes. It was mm. really peculiar. Where first of all, a woman ran past me with, and her number was on her back and under our numbers were our names and her name was Fanny. And while I was sitting there thinking, well, I wasn't sitting, I was running, while I was plodding along thinking, oh, that's not interesting. You don't get that many Fannies these days. No, you don't get days. many Fannies these days. <laughs> no. um, and what a shame. And perhaps there should be more so. Um, and while I was thinking that and I was trying to remember the names of all the characters in Swallows and Amazons and actually uh, that was wrong. She's not Fanny. She's, She's titty. titty. She's Titty. Got that Classic. wrong. Got that wrong. So there I was thinking about that. <laughs> And then I ran past, I mean, literally four steps later while I was going, no, it's Titty. Um, there was uh, some graffiti on the left-hand side, which spelt out clit. And it wasn't until later that we thought, oh, actually, I think we, that might, we saw it somewhere else. And we, we saw I, a few clits. If we did see a few the, clits. Yeah. And <laughs> we think that might be an acronym for something that's possibly not gynecological. But either way, yeah. I saw that and I thought, that feels, for some reason, that feels quite kind of, Oh really yeah, it's like the power. It feels yeah. quite progressive, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't it's like it? drawing, so... drawing like boys drawing willies all over the place when they're in yeah. school. Yes, like, exactly. Go on, let's all start writing clit on stuff more. Yeah, it's wonderful, <laughs> wonderful. So I was like, oh, this is amazing. And then, like maybe three steps after that, where I was going, oh, feminist graffiti. Um, this chap overtook me, and on the back of his t-shirt, it said, "Cardio is for pussies." <sighs> I'm not sure I agree with the sentiment. No, I'm not sure I quite understand where he's coming from running a half marathon. But I'm I'm wondering if there there is possibly much irony, bearing in mind he was running a half marathon uh, because yeah. which is all cardio. Uh, but anyway, the message aside, I was like, Fanny, Clip, and Pussy must remember these three things to tell Holly. Yeah. I did, and here we are. And so here we are, yeah. the fe- being the feminists that we are. Being the feminists that we yeah. are. It was a yeah. sort of a, yeah, you had almost a sort of tour, tour, of, the, tour of the vulva. Of, of, it, yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, yeah. We were, yeah. And without the perineum. 
No, without the perineum. Yeah, but we've done that at Christmas, <laughs> didn't we? So that's fine. <laughs> well, if anyone knows why people might be scrawling clit all over the walls in Germany, let yeah. us know. But I, I'm too scared to Google right now. I'm so. too scared to Google as well, yeah. especially in work hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the clock better yeah. not oh dear <laughs> yeah that wouldn't go down so well would it so that's on there other things I've got on the list that I feel like we need to mention because this is very very funny were the crimes that we committed <laughs> oh I forgot about <laughs> the crimes we committed oh my god I haven't told Doug about this either I completely forgotten about this I'm crying because of how funny it is but we <laughs> well we thought it was funny I don't know we um on the first night <laughs> uh while we were going out for supper we had a wander around and we were trying to kind of get the lay of the land a little bit and it was quite um it was there there it, it was quite busy the bit that we were in basically and so there were quite a lot of traffic lights um and but not masses as we've said there was yeah. the whole weekend i don't know whether it was to do with the half to do with the weather to do with but it nothing was rammed it wasn't particularly busy there weren't that many cars and there weren't a huge amount of pedestrians um, and we were walking around trying to work out where we were and we were doing what you do when you live in a city where we were being sensible and careful, but we were kind of looking around for traffic if there were yeah. uh, opportune moments and crossing the road because yeah. it, it, that's what you that's do what when you do. you've lived in London or you live in even, you know, living in Bath or Bristol or whatever that's what yeah, we do you look both ways and just, just yeah as long yeah, as there's you no look traffic, both you ways go. and you cross the road no nonsense yeah, that's what that's you do it. we've done our green cross code haven't we so we yeah. know yeah but we kept having that other people didn't and we thought what's going on how come they're very yeah. politely waiting so would, at the, for a exactly, green man would, when there's not a car in sight they're just standing there politely it was bizarre, waiting wasn't it it was I couldn't understand it at all that we were crossing roads and yeah they would like loads of people lined up on the pavement and it was empty like ghost town empty yeah no cars coming and you know there's that sort of cultural thing that in the in the UK where if if even if there are cars coming to be honest if somebody decides to cross everybody goes with them and it's safety in numbers and you all sort of pile across the road yeah um even if it's you know not quite turned green yet or is still it's it's just about to turn red or yeah there's there's you all kind of if one person goes and you'll go oh we're going and you all cross the road (laughs) people weren't doing that when we were crossing they were hanging back and so esther and i were running across the road on our own thinking why is no one else doing this what idiots they're just waiting but not really commenting on it just just thinking okay so it's a cultural thing whatever yeah they obviously don't they obviously don't cross the road if it's a red man um and uh on the first first evening after we've been doing that during the day a little bit first evening uh, a woman we 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 crossed on a red man but there was no one coming um and a woman totted at us quite quite loudly as yeah, we she, she went crossed I yeah guess. she did actually again she didn't it wasn't yeah it was a sort of oh naughty it yeah. wasn't even nothing was bad natured they were all yeah. Nice she offended, didn't say, oh, she, you bitch, or anything like that. No, she, spoke, she didn't do anything like that. She just did a little... Mm. It was just that noise. And yeah. Holly turned to me and she said, I think she just tutted at us. Yeah. I was like, no. And then I went, oh, no, hang on a minute. Yeah, no, I think you're right. I think she did. She did. And we were really confused. And we were like, is it? Is it because we crossed the road at a red man? But there's absolutely nobody, nothing coming. There was no cars. And then we, no and then we, we searched. We Googled. Um, we Googled and it said... 
yes, it is actually illegal to cross the road when it's not a green man or it's not illegal, a yeah, traffic Jaywalking. Right? Jaywalking is illegal in Germany and it's it's punishable by a five to ten euro fine. And then every time we heard police sirens for the rest we of like, the oh trip, my God. we thought yeah. they were coming to hand us our five, <laughs> five to ten euro fine because of all of the... We'd probably racked up about 50 euros by we'd then. We'd probably racked up quite a lot, yeah. but, but we certainly didn't do it after then, did we? Because we didn't want to be tutted at again. We didn't want to be tutted at again. We didn't know that we were committing a crime. We just thought oh. that that was what... I don't know. I just... I go where I please. What can I yeah. say? But then we kind of... On the last day, I think we were sort of going maybe this is down to that kind of famous German efficiency that, that like in London, you're constantly just trying to get somewhere as fast as you possibly can Yeah, because you've, you've left it too late or it's difficult to travel or the transport so is very good. Of course you're across the road. So of yeah. course you're across the road. Mm. But in Berlin, they have left precisely at the time at which they needed to leave. And so therefore stopping at traffic lights when you're supposed to is, is fine and built into the journey time and, Mm. Yeah. Oh, God. yeah, I think exactly yeah. that. Yeah, we ended up, and I don't want, to, I don't want to um, sort of burn any bridges with with Paris uh, <laughs> in case we ever do decide that we want to Paris Marathon or something. And that would be amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we did end up saying the whole holiday that it was much nicer than Paris. <laughs> we did, like it became the phrase of the weekend, didn't it? It did a little like, bit. God, this is better than Paris, like the metro system, I think. Yeah, and the metro system was what really did it. Yeah. I and, went, and, yeah. And, and super, super, super friendly people, I think. Just was everyone that. was so lovely. They were so Yes, nice. we shouldn't compare. We shouldn't compare European cities. They're all lovely for their individual reasons. But unlike Paris, I yeah. didn't see anyone take a shit on a platform. <laughs> I didn't realise you were going to bring that on up. Oh, sorry. We can cut. We can cut that bit. For you. <laughs> can Can I just clarify that wasn't me taking a shit? On no, the that wasn't S. That wasn't was, Esther. So, so Holly did have a terrible experience on the Paris Metro, and no, did. we did not see that. And I, I saw somebody imagine. drop trowel on the side, <laughs> on the oh, side of the platform. Just so it was weird. unbelievable. Unbelievable. So we don't have to include that bit. I don't know whether that's <laughs> going to be for the faint of heart, but I did see somebody oh. do a big old dump on the. <laughs> But nothing like that in Berlin. Oh my god, it was clean. Oh my god, it was so clean. <laughs> I don't know whether yeah. I'm allowed to have said any of that stuff. We might have to cut all of that Paris bit out. Oh well, I think we can say, and it's not indicative <laughs> it's of factual. Parisians. I don't give any of my. It's not my opinion. No, that was a horrid thing to see, though. Yeah, you, you can piece together what my opinion was. <laughs> it was just saying that happened. <laughs> and it's ingrained in Holly's brain. It really and has. has been ever since. And, basically, and when people call Paris the city of love, that's just what I think of every time. <laughs> Holly has some kind of Pavlovian response. Which I is do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening. Do please email us at wrpodcast at anthem.co.uk with any questions or running stories as we'd love to include them in a future podcast. This podcast was recorded over Zencaster. The editor and composer was David Newman. Please hit like and subscribe. That way you won't miss the next episode. For just £2 a month, you can become one of our first supporters on Patreon. 
For the price of a coffee, you'll have our undying adoration and a couple of exclusive perks too. Go to patreon.com forward slash women's running and join our gang. Happy running. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.